You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I am excited for this episode right here because we are doing another kind of rerun. And y'all know I had this on Monday. That's okay. We're doing another rerun here where we're bringing back the information that Fundisha shared about the participatory budgeting project. The reason why is because they have a bunch of funding opportunities right now for community members to get engaged, for storytellers to get engaged. And we wanted to bring this message home again because right now is the opportunity for all of us to utilize our voices to ensure that we know where this money needs to go, but they need to hear from us. But of course, y'all, it's the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share this stream right here. That's right. Go ahead and tag and share this stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on the day with Trey. If you can't watch us, you know, we got you covered. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever one is your favorite. Promise y'all will be there. Shout out to our podcast team for making that happen. And shout out to you for tagging and sharing this stream and sharing the podcast. We appreciate you. Well, as I said, I was able to connect with Fundisha last week and I'm bringing this back because honestly, there is a need for all of us to be engaged in this process. For many of you who live in the Seattle area or surrounding metro area, you know that there were thousands of people hitting the streets uh, protesting for a bunch of different reasons. But ultimately, it was in the the after the death, the it's so unhumane, inhumane death of George Floyd that people were like, look, we need to do something out of a lot of that work came millions of dollars from the Durkin administration at the time, Mayor Durkin uh, from the city of Seattle uh, at the time saying we need to invest. We need to invest in communities that have been divested from. It, it did start off with black communities and moved over to what they call BIPOC, which I call global majority. So there was a lot going on here, but eventually $30 million of this money hit participatory budgeting after administrative expenses. $27 million is really going through this process of listening to community. What needs to be invested in? Where does this money need to go? So this is critical information right now, y'all, for y'all to be engaged. And there are a couple of opportunities. If you go, if you just look up participatory budgeting project, you can go and find the information for these RFPs and opportunities for funding that are now out there. They are looking for storytellers to tell the stories of those who are going to be involved in participatory budgeting, to tell the stories of these divested from communities, those who have been what they call marginalized communities. All of these kinds of terms just mean that 
oftentimes they're not they're non-white affluent communities, right? They're communities where there is low to moderate income and it is a need for us to have some direct investment. And of course, you know, many on the streets say 27 million, it's a drop in the bucket. I agree and I understand, but it's something. And the fact that this is the largest participatory budgeting project the nation has ever seen in terms of the amount of funds, it is on us to be engaged and be involved. Of course, I'm encouraged you in the same way that I was when I was talking to Fundisha, but I want to make sure that we hit this message home because these, this funding is out there. She said that she was going to be sharing things with us. And now I'm sharing that message with you. So of course, after this short break, y'all will see me talking to Fundisha about some of the amazing opportunities that exist with participatory budgeting and why she got herself involved. Stay tuned y'all. You're watching the day with Trey. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in. They talked to our lender and saved our home because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHAF.org. What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street Shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots. And this time, I even got a coat. Yeah, no, you did walk in without a coat. I really I'm did. glad you found one. But their boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed. And you know, I was impressed because, of course, I got those white boots that you guys see me wearing everywhere these days. Yeah, no, I, I look at your white boots and I'm like, darn it, they only have one pair. Me and Basin wear the same size. Of course, every time we walk out with several bags in hand. Several bags and sometimes even a backpack, you guys. Make sure you check out Market Street Shoes. Yeah, please check them out. where they go, Basa? Ooh, 2232 Northwest Market Street, Seattle, Washington. Vendisha. How are you? I'm great. You're always looking so stylish Thank all you. the time. I'm trying to be like you. Hey, I'm with it. I'm <laughs> with it all day, every day. But you are not just someone who is now an employee of the participatory budgeting process, but you're also someone who really saw this whole movement shape up because you are right here pounding the pavement with so many folks. Before you get into your role there, tell us a bit about why this work was important to you for you to even apply for this position. Yeah, um, I think, well, since I was a kid, like my mom, my family, a lot of my mentors, I really watched people I grew up around do this sort of work. Um, and it wasn't work to them. It was just kind of second nature. Um, it was a lot of community organizing, a lot of bringing people together together a lot of really trying to like give power to the people and allow them to kind of step into who they are and see like the greatness that they possess um, and so coming when I saw this uh, opportunity for me it was really an opportunity to do the work that I kind of already do just on a larger scale um, I get to really try to get people involved I get to engage folks I get to really bring information and resources to the people that are farthest away from it and that's kind of like my biggest goal in this role is making sure that folks that don't have access to this information folks that don't really know how to navigate this system or these resources don't know how to process it 
that they're able to still participate and engage in whatever capacity that they have. Um, I think community organizing, activism, whatever you want to call it, really looks different for everyone and there's so many moving parts to it. Um, and so coming into this role, like I really want to let folks know like you can come in however you want um, and be a part of this. You know, everyone has the same most people have the same end goal in mind. Mm -hmm. And it's really about like aligning those values, aligning those interests, and really just kind of helping people step into their leadership, helping people step into their advocacy, really hone in on their strengths, um, and support one another in areas where they don't feel so strong. Um, and so that's some of the reason why I got into this work. Um, I've Again, I think uh, a lot of the folks that um, I work with in the past, and a lot of mentors, like they were a part of kind of like creating the foundation for this process. You mentioned it earlier, like a lot of the community really fought for this money and really, you know, put their lives on the line, literally. And um, to kind of be able to move this process forward in a way that like honors that and, you know, lets folks know like, people still care, people still want to see this be successful. Um, I guess it's just kind of also my way of, of doing that um, and just letting people know like this is going to happen. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, we're going to get this money back into the communities that need it most, the communities that are harmed most by these systems. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing, Vadisha, I got really excited understanding your background, particularly because I think one of the big concerns a lot of folks had was, you know, when we saw the contract get awarded to like uh, uh, organization that's like outside of uh, here, we were like, oh man, are they gonna, you know, bring yeah. in a bunch of outside folks to try to understand the nuances of our community and the issues that we're dealing with and the fact that, you know, they were able to bring someone like you on who comes from that background of yeah. community organizing you know, comes from, you know, being in bed in community and connecting in the ways that you have. I think that's so fundamental yeah. for how they approach this work. And so your work with the community engagement side of all of this, tell us how that's shaping up, because we also know that this is a process that involves heavy amounts of community engagement. Yeah. Like it's guided by community. Tell us how your role is really shaping up there with PB. Um, the main thing is, uh, you know, there's a lot of folks that know about this process and there's even more people that don't. Um, and that's one thing I'm really realizing is like, oh, not too many people know this is happening. Um, I'm sure when this money was awarded or divested, a lot of folks like knew that that happened, but kind of maybe just didn't know how to follow up with it and see where this money was going. Um, and so right now the biggest thing is literally just reaching out to folks and telling them like, hey, this is going on, let's get together so I could tell you more. Or this is happening, how do you see yourself getting involved? How can we make sure the communities you're serving, you're supporting, how do we make sure they know about it? Um, and really just kind of making sure that they know the participatory budgeting project, we are here just to support and facilitate. I don't have a say in how this process goes. I don't get to make decisions. Um, this is really 100% community informed, community led. And it's really um, building that trust with folks, letting them know like, I'm not gonna come later and say, nope, that can't happen. Really letting them know, hey, this is what it is. You get to be a part of it every step of the way. How do we make sure that you feel comfortable doing so? How do we make sure you're equipped with the resources and the information to make sure that you could do that? Um, so my role has really been just 
kind of pure engagement, conversations, building relationships, kind of fostering the relationships I already have, asking folks to connect me with people I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm from Seattle, but everybody doesn't know me. I don't mm -hmm. know everybody. And so this is also a great opportunity for people to know, like, I'm here, I've been doing the work um, on the ground in a lot of different ways. Um, and I wanna make sure that y'all know about this. I wanna get y'all engaged in this also. Um, and then our team, um, we have a great team, a Seattle team that's really coming together um, and that's been, that have been doing this work in different circles. And I think that's really, um, that's something powerful. Like I, I might be the one that's from here and I might be the one that has seen changes in communities and organizing, but we have folks that are tapped into the art scene. We have folks that are tapped into younger communities. We have folks that are tapped into older communities. Like it really, um, it's really all of us bringing our different networks together, our different interests, our different passions. Um, and so also figuring out how to use that um, to really expand like our reach and our engagement. Um, and so it, it's been, uh, the team came together pretty fast and the process is really starting to move. Um, and so it's been a lot of, uh, you know, internally building that trust and then externally making sure folks know like we're solid here. Uh, we want y'all to be able to like lean on us, come at us, come with us, whatever it looks like. Um, so yeah, it's been a lot been a lot <laughs> well you know it, it's going to require a lot and yeah. you know last time we had folks from pb uh project here they were talking about that intense level of engagement with mm -hmm. young communities yeah. and so y'all are bringing young folks on to like yeah. work internally with y'all and to really be an example of like how you're centering younger voices in the process as well yeah. so it's great to know that y'all are really taking a robust approach with this um and it's informed by you know someone like yourself who says, yeah, look, I may be here, but there's a lot of folks I don't know. How am I tapping in to those folks and making sure they're involved and engaged in the process? But also so much of this is folks understanding like this is a big deal, not just for the city of Seattle, but nationally. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, the participatory budgeting project has worked with, uh, organizations and communities across the country. Yeah. And this is one of the bigger, right, uh, funding sources yeah. that is coming through biggest. PB. It's the biggest yeah. one, right, yeah. um, that's coming through PB. I mean, we're talking about 27 million, right, yeah. at the end of the day, that's coming through to impact all of the things that folks have been saying we need. And we know it's a drop in the bucket, of course. You know, we have many folks that say, that ain't gonna be enough to do anything, but let's figure out what we can do with yeah. it. How do you approach that conversation with folks out in community that may have that skepticism because historically speaking they have seen a lot of things try to do the right thing and not really hit the mark Fundisha. yeah you know um so this is the largest funding source that um, we've seen in the nation in terms of participatory budgeting. It's also like the first um, to kind of use like that divest invest model um and then Seattle, this isn't the first participatory budgeting process that has been done in Seattle. It's just the largest and it's also um, kind of rooted in something that really impacted uh, black communities, indigenous communities. Um, and it really, like we said earlier, like a lot of folks on the ground really put a lot at risk to make sure that this happens. Um, and there naturally, it's, there's gonna be people who are, um, 
who are, don't have a lot of faith in the process, who don't really believe it's gonna bring change. I'll admit there's at times before this where it's kind of like, mm, I don't know, is this really, like how do we make sure people, it really gets to where it's supposed to go. Um, but one thing about it is if this process happens successfully, if we're able to really get through this process and engage community and make sure that this is getting to where folks need it to go, it's only gonna open up the doors for more opportunities to bring participatory budgeting into the city and other democratic processes that really will ensure communities' voices, their needs, their values are like centered, um, making sure that they're at the forefront of making these important decisions. And so it's really kind of engaging folks in that um, participatory budgeting project. This organization has also been successful in all of the PB processes that they've been a part of. Um, and so that's one thing that we also kind of lean on is letting folks know this isn't the first one done by this organization. This isn't the first process supported and facilitated. This is something that this organization is constantly working in and making sure that they're also evolving with each process, mm -hmm. uh, making sure that they're picking up new tools and making sure that they're, um, each process is specific to each community. Uh, it's not a monolith. One doesn't look the same in every city. Um, and so that's one thing that we try to really um, express to community. And then also like just creating that space for community to vent and air their grievances. Uh, we want to hear a lot of the um I guess a lot of the questions people have, a lot of the doubt that they have, because that way we can go back um, collectively as a team, really figure out, okay, this is what we're hearing. How do we make sure that um, this process meets those concerns or mm -hmm. it meets those needs that people are voicing? Um, and, and not to say we're gonna be perfect at it, but that's what this process is for, to let us know, hey, this isn't working, this is how we want it. And then as an organization, it's how can we make sure that we're meeting that need? Yeah. Um, and so it's really a lot of um, trial and error, but a lot of just like, um, discussions and like really creating space. I think that's the biggest part is um, not telling folks they're wrong for the concerns they have, um, not telling people that they shouldn't be worried or anything, but really um, hearing it and honoring it and uh, finding a way to, uh, I guess, like support them in uh, coming out of that concern or yeah. finding ways to address that concern. Well, I mean, listening is key, right? Yeah. I mean, that's really what this process involves is a yeah. heavy amount of listening. And I mean, that's what got us here. You know, finally, the city was listening to thousands of voices that were in the streets, mm -hmm. you know, saying the need for us to invest in our communities are key and huge, but also the benefits actually come back into the city. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about elevating and scaling up solutions that are already working uh, on the grassroots level and exactly. have already impacted thousands of families, right? Yeah. Through Throughout their history of, you know, cons consistent dedication. Yeah. So we're talking about disrupting a lot of different processes yeah. and um, actions that normally result in negative, uh, you know, contributions to the city. So yeah. for it to be, you know, looked at as a benefit add to the city. I mean, any city could really be looking at what's going on here and realize like the need for, uh, you know, 
these solutions to be scaled up is going to be key in addressing so much of this. But as we talk about, you know, so many voices who took yeah. to the streets, Fendisha, how does your role ensure that those voices are now a part of this process? Because they fought for it. And I think there's so many who had a lot of things to say about how to utilize this money. Yeah. How do we ensure that those voices and those perspectives and lived experiences are really guiding the process now that it's underway? I think the biggest thing, it goes back to really like hearing a lot of those people. I think um, a lot of the things that people have to say around, you know, feeling as if maybe they've been pushed out of this process or maybe they don't feel like um, their voices are at the center of it like it should be. Um, I think one, it's about calling them in um, there is enough room for all of us to be a part of this process. And it's really also letting them know, like, we honor the work that you've done and how can we as a team um, push this work forward? What wisdom can you share with us? What information, what resources, what connections, what networks? Um, I think really um, pushing collaboration and partnership is huge. Um, I think us also realizing like we're all in this to make sure that this process is successful. We want to make sure that this process or this funding gets put back into um, the communities that need it most and calling them into that. You know, um, I have no issue letting folks know like, hey, I don't know this. I know what I know. What can you teach me? What can you tell me? What can you mm -hmm. inform me? Or how do you want to step in and participate in this process now that it's moving forward? Um, letting people decide how they want to engage, um, sharing information. I think that was, you know, that's how we got here was yeah. making that connection and also hearing about, I'm interested to know what you did. I want to know how you um, participated and contributed to making this happen because that way I can also move forward more informed. I can also share that with communities that are engaged now and just finding out about this process. And that way we're building another connection. Um, folks that are just now stepping into this, connecting them with folks that been a part of this, that really built this foundation. Like how great is that to, to create like a larger community? Um, and so I think that's really the biggest thing is calling folks in, really promoting this partnership and collaboration with one another and really letting folks know, like, I am here to to move this forward. You've laid this foundation so I can do that and tell me how I can I can do it better, how yeah. I can make sure that your work is not just like being ignored or done in vain, like really making sure that it's honored and you're seen in this process. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's key. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the the big, I think, kind of criticisms that was out there when we realized, OK, it's going to go through a PB process. You know, folks didn't know what participatory budgeting exactly. was. And yes, it's been done at the city um, in various uh, departments and mm -hmm. in different levels. Um, it's been done throughout the state in different levels. But that didn't mean folks understood it. So right. I'm, I can only imagine that a part of what you're experiencing is explaining what it is yeah. to a lot of folks. Like you said, there's people that are just now getting engaged who had no idea. And even when this became like the solution to what so many were seeking, yeah. there was a lot of folks who were like, but wait,
wait a minute, does this mean that now the whole city gets to vote on how money should be, you know, invested into black and brown and indigenous communities? I mean, that was a concern, yeah. a major concern yeah. for folks and kind of a criticism was yeah. that, you know, this should be led by the voices of those who it's looking to impact. But it's something that's actually citywide and open to anyone to, to participate. Yeah. So how do you navigate that if, if folks are bringing that to your attention in terms of, you know, really being able to center those voices, but you know, legally it has to be open to everyone. Yeah. So as you mentioned, this process is open to anyone tenant up. So anyone tenant up can engage in this process, participate. I think the biggest, um, way that I can encourage folks to really ensure that like our people are a part of this and really leading this process is apply for these positions that are opening up, apply for the funding opportunities, apply for the RFPs. Um, we had applications open for the steering committee who's going to be um, creating like the rules and the playbook for this process. Like apply to that. If you don't want to, tell your sister to apply, tell your cousin, tell your somebody who you know is really committed to making sure that our voices are a part of this. And so for me, I've been tapping into people I know like, hey, hit up such and such let these people know, you know, and really telling folks like the only way that we can ensure this is actually community informed and led is by us really engaging in it. Apply for these opportunities and they're paid. So I'm also telling people like, get some money while you're mm -hmm. doing it, you know? Um, we also have a lot of opportunities where organizations can come in and do outreach. And so it's really making sure, hey, any organizations, groups of people that you know, businesses, let them know that there are opportunities for them to do outreach, um, for them to maybe host an event or be a part of this process, let them know. Um, and so really it's about, again, calling folks in and it really encouraging them to, to apply for these opportunities and to engage in these opportunities where they get to actually be a part of the decision-making that really informs this process. Because we don't want to just you know, ignore all of these opportunities. And when it comes to the vote, it's a bunch of proposals that don't speak to us, that really don't address our needs, um, that aren't specific to black and indigenous communities. You know, so I'm really encouraging people like, hey, when it comes to idea collection, get in there and, and voice your ideas. Uh, when it comes to the vote, make sure that you're telling everybody to vote. Like your kids can vote. How, how great is that, that as young as 10 years old, you can be a part of this process and see things come to life that, you know, that you probably wouldn't have been able to be a part of um, in any other process. Um, so calling folks in and really sharing this information, I'm texting people like crazy, emailing people, calling people anywhere. I see black people out, I'm just kind of like, hey, do you know about this process? Like, I just kind of want to let you know what's happening. Um, and that's been a huge part of it. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, kudos to you pounding the pavement like yeah. that and being super intentional to ensure that folks are aware of what's going on. Of course, I want to offer it to you any way that I can help. Yeah. I'm telling you, we know how important and imperative this process is. And I, I, you know, as a girl who grew up in Seattle and, you know, went yeah. to Garfield High, I want the city to get this right, yeah. not just because of the outcome, but also because of the fact that this is the biggest participatory budgeting project in the nation. Yeah. And it means that we have a lot of, of insight and influence that we can embed in this process yeah. by doing it right. And, you know, you're right. Our community has just been struck with so many times of getting mm -hmm. it wrong. I really want this to go 
well. Um, and so I'm here to support however I yeah. can. Anytime you have, you know, new positions opening or ways for community to be engaged or involved or events y'all are doing, let me know. We'll make yeah. sure we share that information so that folks are really engaged in this process. Absolutely. Uh, Fadisha, if folks are looking to connect with you and connect with participatory budgeting project, look right there, let them know how they tap in. This one uh, right here. Right here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can email me at fundisha at participatorybudgeting.org. Fundisha is F-U-N-D-I-S-H-A. Um, go to pbseattle.org, visit the site and get some information. Feel free to, if you see me out, stop me, ask me about anything relating to the process or who I am, how I'm engaged in community, or how you want to see us show up in community. Um, any opportunities like this where we can come and share what PB is and how to get folks involved, call us in. We are more than happy to come. Um, organize, oh man, I'm trying to think of how else we can engage. Anything, really, I, I'm open to it. Um, I'm not going to put my phone number, but if I see you in person, I'm happy to share it with mm -hmm. you. Um, my team, uh, our names, I think you'll see it on the PB website, but Talitha, Aaron, Abari, at participatorybudgeting.org, reach out to them. Um, we have a People's Fellowship program where our youth get to be um, a part of the important decision-making. So reach out to Aaron and Abari. They are really leading that work with the youth and really, um, you know, encouraging them and supporting them and stepping into their leadership. So reach out to the People's Fellow team if you're interested in engaging more with the youth. Um, just keep a lookout on our socials, uh, our website for upcoming opportunities. We have currently a storyteller RFP open until the 28th, um, and that is for individuals, groups, and organizations can apply up to 30K to get, um, to really share the story of this PB process, share the stories of individuals participating in the process, um, so it can really inform how future processes can work. Um, and then we also have a community engagement partners funding opportunity where individuals and groups and organizations can apply for up to 10k to support the process by doing outreach and engagement um, all the way through the vote um, so any questions any concerns any um, ways to get us more engaged with y'all fundisha at participatorybudgeting.org Oh, amazing yeah. opportunities yeah. and they abound. Fundisha, thank you so much for thank coming you for on today me. and this sharing all this. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, uh, this, is, this is something that so many are like, I know so many who are like, wait a minute, what's up with that PB process? Yes. So thank you so much. And yeah. anytime you are more than welcome thank to be right you. here on the day with Trey to share some updates and insight thank for you. folks. Absolutely. Oh, I told y'all it was going <laughs> to welcome back y'all to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I told you, I mean, some of y'all may have seen that episode last week, but I'm doing it again because it was so important for us to get this information out. If you know somebody or you, you know, you, you yourself want to get engaged and involved. I mean, this is, um, you know, something that hits uh, a wide age range as she shared there. So make sure that the young people's voices are also included in this. If you have kids or family members that are younger who always are like, man, that's for adults. No, this is for them to be in, involved as well. My son is not quite yet the right age, but my 17 year old is. So I'll make sure that he tries to share his opinion on what 
where this money should go, how it should be invested in. This is just an opportunity for all of us citywide and beyond to be a part of this process, y'all. Make sure you tap in with the participatory budgeting project and be inspired because this is a great way for you to see yourself as a part of the solution. I want to thank y'all for watching and for me until tomorrow at 11 a.m. y'all. Peace. <laughs> Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.